Well, good afternoon and welcome to Seattle's Eastside Real Estate Podcast. I am Dan Edwards, Managing Broker for the Eastside Real Estate Team. And today's podcast is a um, very thankful podcast. Of course, this is the day before Thanksgiving. And I thought I'd just do a little bit of a different format, kind of a talking a um, little one-on-one with you today. So thanks for joining us if you're listening to um, our podcast online. Um, you probably can't see me, but that's okay. Uh, cause we're just going to talk and, um, I don't have any of the breakout sessions, but I do have a couple of topics that I'd love to cover. If, uh, you enjoy this podcast, you f- can feel free to smash the like bell on YouTube, or if you're uh, listening to it on a podcast product like Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, Spotify, we're all in those places as well. If you'd like to go on a walk and and have a chat with your friend Dan uh, about the real estate market. Um, I just thought I'd kind of keep it going uh, because there are some things to talk about. Um, So first, there are some headlines out there that I thought I would kind of grapple with a little bit here. And this is a a news article today from Realtor.com. looks like the mom and pop real estate investors are pulling back quite a bit. So as uh, we've talked about in the past, the real estate market's shifting. It's kind of crazy, right? It's gone from an incredibly hot market to one that is facing a headwind like nobody's business. Interest rates are high, inventories are rising, and um, seller, excuse me, buyer motivation is low. So a lot of buyers feel like they're kind of priced out of the market um, based on where interest rates are. So with regards to what happens, right, is all investors kind of tend to step away, um, some of the individual investors. So it looks like, uh, according to this article, rising home values of the past several years have actually pushed out many of investors. Um, and it's like where, um, where investments happening is slowing quite a bit. So in here, it has the top 10 markets that are, excuse me, yeah, top 10 markets that have seen a hit. And the number one of those is the Seattle, Washington marker market. Now, I'd have to say markets like Seattle, the prices have gotten so expensive that it's hard to find a property that cash flows. Uh, Now, there are and there are still opportunities. And I think for now, if you're a would-be investor and you're thinking about investing in the Seattle market, um, you might look north, you might look south of the Seattle area. Uh, The number two market that just slowed down is Cincinnati, Ohio, um, their median list price in Cincinnati is 325. Uh, Boise, number three, is the, the third um, hottest market that has slowed. Then next is Denver, Colorado. So why does it make sense for somebody to invest in in a market like that? And I think uh, um, if you just kind of focus on the word investor, right? Investors are the ones that are going to make a deal if the deal makes dollars and cents. So um, if you're somebody that wants to invest in real estate, um, we have worksheets you can use for calculations, but it may be a case where digging around in this market, you might be able to find something that is a good buy and hold. And some of the areas like Snohomish County, as well as in the South Pierce County, and maybe even out um, with some vacation properties for some short-term rentals. So um, obviously, if you don't have a lot of cash flow and, and you're trying to flip houses, the market where it's taking a lot longer to sell a home, you better buy right. 
So your investments on the front end of that. All right. That's all I have to say about investors. Um, also, though, um, as a Keller Williams agent, I'm connected to all these markets um, across the United States through our agents. Um, we've got over 180,000 real estate agents. So um, recently we have considered um, other locations. Uh, for example, I've got a investment property in Somerville, South Carolina, um, and Sa Somerville is a suburb of Charleston and Charleston has a Boeing plant there. So if uh, somebody is considering um, that area for investing, uh, another positive about, uh, about that area is that there are three military bases as well. So you've got people coming and training and, and living there for um, six, 12 months, 18 months. And uh, they, they uh, pay a really good price for rental properties. So if you are scared out of the Seattle market and want to get connected with other markets, I can help. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about picking a lender. Now, why would we talk about this? And I have to say that there are a lot of changes and shakeups happening. There are mortgage bankers closing, mortgage brokers closing, and a lot of the institutional lenders are tightening up their process. And so um, as as a buyer considers this market where there are opportunities for them to get a seller paid credit, um, they really need to be careful about how they shop for a lender. And in the past, you know, um, well, I, I mean, now and in the past and in the future, there's an ability to um, go online and search. And typically the, the, um, the way a consumer sees it is a little different than um, somebody like myself, a real estate professional season. So a consumer is looking to get the best price. They want to make sure that they're going to pay as li low, little as they possibly can, right? For a mortgage in any market. But now more than ever with such a volatile, um, volatile interest rate market that borrowers, buyers are going to really shop hard. Now, the process from a real estate standpoint, you should probably, excuse me, from a real estate professional standpoint is that you should really front load. And what I mean by this is um, begin your process of shopping and eliminating lenders before you find the house. The problem of doing it after is you the clock starts when you have a contract that's agreed upon. It's what we call mutual acceptance. And you only have five days in our contracts to determine who your lender will be. That may not be enough time for you to get a feel for the consumer experience, or excuse me, the customer experience that you, the borrower will have, especially if you go to an onsite portal and you're getting three or four or five different lenders that are all promising different experiences and different rates. So here's the deal. The rates are not established when you, when you um, apply for a loan. The rates are established when um, the lender locks the rate and the, that rate is determined by many factors, many factors. And if somebody is promising you something in an advertisement, by the time you get pre-approved, that something will have changed because rates change. So it's important to understand that. Now we recommend lenders as a real estate professional, we're closing lots of deals. We recommend lenders. We recommend these lenders because we know that they have a track record of taking care of the client through the experience. 
So talk to a couple of real estate agents, get their recommendation of lenders. Spend some time before you even start searching for a home, understanding that lender's process and get yourself pre-approved completely. That way, when it comes time to write an offer on a house, you already know the experience you're going to get and you don't have to worry about picking and choosing. So when you pick and choose, after that fact, the top clock is ticking. Um, there are things that can delay this process throughout. The biggest thing is um, paperwork requests that seem a little redundant. And um, a good lender um, that we recommend will help you in advance to make sure that those things are ready and collected. Whereas in some cases, other lenders will just go ahead and send stuff over and then keep asking you for more stuff. So the experience matters. And so the moral of the story really, quite frankly, is to prepare in advance and get a really good feel for a working relationship where you can pick up somebody and call them on the phone and get real answers. They have experience. It's so important. All right. My last topic on our podcast today is um, gratitude. And I have to say that um, just looking at the, the housing market as a whole, the fact that we get to be involved in the one of the largest, most stressful transactions um, in many people's lives um, and guide them through that stressful time for an outcome that, um, for a desired outcome, that's the best way to put it. And I have to say, I've been doing this for a long time and I really do appreciate the opportunity to serve my community in this way because, um, because it's um, in America, we have that ability to buy and sell land and not every country, not every time in history has that been a possibility. And so um, it's with gratitude that I sit here today and I build and develop my um, craft around this industry. I've met some fantastic clients along the way colleagues along the way and i'm very thankful for them and i'm thankful for the opportunity that we have in america to participate in true wealth building through real estate i want to wish you your family a very um happy thanksgiving i hope you get a chance to rest rejuvenate and relax thanks for watching thanks for listening have a wonderful and blessed thanksgiving <music>